Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hey. This is episode number 77 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your boy, Leroy, coming at you... Straight out of the closet to talk about a crazy night a couple of dudes had at a SeaWorld. It's going to be wet and wild. Now, I haven't been to SeaWorld before. Been to Marineland, though, which I believe is the Canadian equivalent. They're all the same. There's some sea creatures and small enclosures on display for our amusement. A handful of roller coasters. You're waiting in long lineups. It's hot. It's sweaty. It's overpriced. Overcrowded. And you just can't wait till it's over. At least that's been my experience. SeaWorld, by the way, not a sponsor. And it's actually not that bad, if you have the right attitude. It's more of a family place, I think. If you have young kids, they'll enjoy themselves there, for sure. I'm just being a negative Nancy. I take it all back. It's a wonderful place. In the spirit of SeaWorld, I have a couple of dolphin jokes for you. Before we move on with the show, a friend of mine, he's been real depressed lately. Ever since his pet dolphin died. Yeah. He says now his life has no porpoise. It's sad. And you want to know what's crazy? You always hear people complaining that swimming with dolphins is so expensive. But really, it's way cheaper than swimming with sharks. Yeah, it's true. Because that'll cost you an arm and a leg. (laughs) Alright everybody, hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. Don't worry my friends. I promise to get you back home with all your appendages. Episode number 77, SeaWorld Stooges. I haven't been blackout drunk in a while. Hopefully those days are completely behind me. But it happened quite a few times in my late teens, early 20s. Being a skinny wimp who enjoyed a stiff drink with my pals, there were occasions where the night got away from me. I'm not proud of it. Waking up with one shoe on and never being able to locate the other one, no matter how hard I looked. Getting up and having no recollection of what happened the night before and having friends clue me in on the horrific details, then having to apologize for stuff I couldn't even remember doing or saying. What a terrible feeling. Thankfully, I got most of that out of my system before the days of social media, 
before literally everyone had a camera in their pocket in the form of a cellular phone. Although it would have been so good to have video footage of the night my pal Zach and I ate all those rabbit turds while competing for a cold and stale Big Mac. I'm glad we don't. The experience is better kept locked up in my head. And being a slightly more mature adult now in my 40s, it would surely be cringeworthy to watch. I definitely dodged some bullets. The young men we're about to meet were not as fortunate. They had trouble remembering what they did, but luckily for us, a lot of it was captured on camera. And cameras tell no lies. And these guys have no one to blame but themselves for that. They were their own worst enemies, as they were the ones that recorded it, even posting it on social media for all to see. Okay, today we are headed to the Gold Coast, which is a city in Queensland, Australia. It's on the east coast over there, and it's Australia's sixth largest city. According to goldcoastaustralia.com, the Gold Coast has more than 70 kilometers of fantastic beaches, and Surfer's Paradise is home to the best beach in the world. Getting to a Gold Coast beach is pretty easy. Head east, and you'll get wet. It's kind of gross. It's also known as Australia's holiday capital. Plenty of things to see and do. Besides the beautiful beaches I just mentioned, there's also shopping, delicious food, you can go surfing. And then there's the theme parks. Oh yeah, baby. Theme parks such as Wet n' Wild, Dream World, and of course, SeaWorld. Ah, SeaWorld. We'll be visiting there later. Don't you worry about that. But first we gotta meet a couple of goofballs. And to do that, Let's travel back in time to Saturday, April 14th, 2012, over 10 years ago. Just to get a feel for the time, a few notable movies that hit the theaters that weekend were The Cabin in the Woods. That was a weird one. Also, Badass, starring my boy Danny Trejo. And The Three Stooges. Oh dear, I forgot about that monstrosity. Uh, The description says, while trying to save their childhood orphanage, Curly, Larry, and Moe inadvertently stumble into a murder plot and wind up starring in a reality television show. Yikes. Hilarity ensues, I'm sure. A lot of eye-poking and groin shots. Real sophisticated humor. Kelly Clarkson's Stronger was topping the Billboard charts for you music buffs out there. Needless to say, it was a fairly forgettable weekend in pop culture. But a weekend, two young men from Cardiff, that's the capital of Wales for those of you not familiar, will not soon forget. And that's for different reasons. These twits, or twats, whichever you prefer, were staying in the Gold Coast on working holiday visas. According to the trusted Wikipedia, hasn't failed me yet, a working holiday visa is a residence permit allowing travelers to undertake employment and sometimes study in the country issuing the visa to supplement their travel funds. For many young people, holding a working holiday visa enables them to experience living in a foreign country without undergoing the usual costly expenses of finding work sponsorship in advance or going on expensive university exchange programs. Right on. So these Welshmen are staying in a flat on the Gold Coast, whooping it up and living their best lives, as the kids would say. 21-year-old Reese Owen Jones is a former Marine, while his 20-year-old buddy, Carrie Mules, is said to be a bricklayer back home. Like I said, it's Saturday and the boys are having a good time. A couple of good-looking young dudes, full of piss and vinegar. They are fitting in just fine. 
There's actually a picture of them posing with two pretty young ladies earlier in the day. And that night, they are invited to a beach party. It's shaping up to be another stellar night. That is, until the boys hit the bottle a little too hard. They're partying hardy with a local chap, 18-year-old James Vasilge. And they polish off a 1.5-liter bottle of vodka between the three of them. That's 50 ounces. That'll get you pretty sauced up and more than likely lead to some bad decisions for sure. And it does. Because next thing we know, the trio find themselves in SeaWorld. After hours, of course, as the park closed several hours earlier at 5 p.m. This specific SeaWorld is quite popular, getting a 4.3 star average from more than 16,000 reviews. I've chosen to read a 5 star, then a 1 star, to get a well-rounded look at this fine establishment. Both of these customers visited the park six months ago and had very differing opinions of the place. We'll start with Chris. He gave five stars and said, quote, What a fantastic fun day out this was for the family. The mix of rides and shows was perfect. Wait times on the rides were about 15 minutes. The animal display and keeper talks were brilliant. The highlight was the dolphin show. It's the best 20 minutes you'll spend there. Couldn't recommend SeaWorld enough. So much better than Movie World. We'll definitely be back when the new rides open. End quote. Wow, that sounds like a good time. Sophia, on the other hand, gave this one star. The most disgusting place. Those poor penguins trapped in a 2 by 2 fake snow cell is beyond appalling. The rides, when they're open, are probably great. Wouldn't know, though, as they only had the kids section open. No seating, exorbitant amount of money to basically witness animal abuse. Time to shut this place down. End quote. Wow, okay. Not really sure who to trust out of these two. The truth likely lies somewhere in the middle. Suck for the penguins. I bet that's a boring life. If only they could go on an adventure. Foreshadowing. Anyway, back to the story. The men break into SeaWorld and are looking to have an intimate and interactive experience with the marine life. And that they do. They record themselves swimming with the dolphins, an experience many people have on their bucket list. So jelly. Then they went to the shark enclosure. Thankfully, they were smart enough not to swim with the sharks, but they were dumb enough to set off a fire extinguisher in there. Boys will be boys. Then they make another terrible decision. Before leaving, they spot one of the penguins and think it'll be hilarious to take him back to their flat. So they hunt down and grab seven-year-old Dirk. The cute little guy is a fairy penguin. That terminology may be a little outdated. I believe they're now called little penguins. Very short in stature. Super cute. This is crazy for poor Dirk, as he was bred in captivity at the SeaWorld. And this is basically his first time off the grounds. Now he's with some drunk dudes in a grungy apartment. Now this is the part I hated. It was sad. So there's video of the boys kind of mocking Dirk. It's late at night. He has no clue where he's at or what's going on. This is a crazy environment for him. And they're just in his face going, Hi, Mr. Penguin. I can't believe we just actually stole a penguin. And they're laughing. One of the guys is making quacking noises at him. And Dirk just stares, confused, before letting out a high-pitched squeal of his own. It's just kind of uncomfortable. Uh, they weren't wrestling with him or trying to scare him or even being particularly mean. Just being goofy drunks. And it's obviously not an ideal situation for the penguin. Eventually, as the night winds down, James leaves and our Welsh buddies, Reese and Carrie, pass out. When one of them wakes up to take a piss, I believe it was Reese, 
nursing a mega hangover, he sees little Dirk the penguin just chilling there on the carpet. Then instant fear and regret wash over him. Bloody hell, what happened last night? He wakes up his buddy and they are going, what the heck? So they do their best to try to care for Dirk, giving him a snack and placing him in the shower. Penguins like water, right? Uh, This is fine for the time being, but long term, not cool. So here's where they make yet another bad decision. Instead of just calling up SeaWorld or the police or whoever the heck you're supposed to call if you're ever in this ridiculous situation, they decide, hey, let's just let him go free. So they just drop him off at the nearest canal. There you go, buddy. Have a great life. You're free now. Of course, this is not good for a plethora of reasons. This isn't the right environment for Dirk. He's never been out in the wild before. Never been on his own before. Apparently there are bull sharks in the area he has to look out for. The list goes on and on, I'm sure. But the boys just want to distance themselves from this messed up situation. Understandably so, but they just went about it the wrong way. Personally, I would have dressed up in a disguise so no one recognized me, put Dirk in a cardboard box, and placed him at the front door of SeaWorld. Then rang the doorbell and ran like hell. Because clearly that's the only logical option. What the boys didn't realize was, it was already too late for them. They had actually posted the incriminating video with Dirk, the stolen penguin, on their Facebook. And one of their friends was not impressed. They did the right thing and contacted Gold Coast Police and let them know who was responsible. While that's going on, there's a manhunt, or rather penguin hunt, for Dirk. SeaWorld employees are searching for him, but coming up empty. Not to worry, though. An old couple spots Dirk. And this poor guy. They see him running out of the water for his life. Waddling like a madman, potentially being chased by a shark. Then they see him getting chased back into the water the other direction by a rabid dog. Oh man, poor Dirk. He is way out of his element. At this point, it's Sunday evening, so who knows what other trouble he found himself in earlier that day. The couple search missing penguin on their phones, and sure enough, they see there's one missing from SeaWorld. They make a call, and our boy Dirk is rescued, unharmed. Thank God. Or rather, thank you, good Samaritans. Honestly, I don't think Dirk would have lasted through the night out there. Caretakers for Dirk said he was in reasonable health, although exhausted. I bet. Mentally and physically. And man, he probably had some stories to tell his penguin pals, who have never seen the outside world. Specifically his girlfriend, Peaches. That's right, Dirk has a lady. And they were reunited, and it felt so good. Just warms your heart, don't it? SeaWorld's Director of Marine Sciences, Trevor Long, said, quote, Had we not got him, it wouldn't have been a good situation at all in the long term for Dirk. End quote. Yeah, no shit, Trevor. That's what I'm saying. Reese and Carrie were tracked down later that night and charged with trespassing, stealing, and unlawfully keeping a protected animal. They're knee-deep in shit here. That is potentially pretty serious. The men were embarrassed and remorseful in Brisbane court on May 2nd, 2012. They pled guilty to the charges of trespassing, stealing, and keeping a protected animal. They admitted it all. They kind of had to. The video evidence was pretty damning. Oh, and on a side note, accomplice James was separately charged with trespassing and got a slap on the wrist for that. Magistrate Brian Cuck, it's an unfortunate last name, He wasn't impressed and told the boys they were lucky they didn't fall into the shark tank or find themselves in the polar bear enclosure. Yeah, that would have been crazy, right? He added, quote, 
You could have found yourselves in a morgue if you'd gone into the wrong enclosure. Perhaps next time you are at a party, you will consider drinking a little less vodka. End quote. Solid advice. Bill Potts, the boy's lawyer, explained how stupid and immature they were that night. Alcohol was involved, and they meant no harm to little Dirk. As soon as they sobered up, they did their best to take care of him, and there was no malice intended. Basically, they're just young and dumb, was the defense. Hey, at least he's being honest. Also, the boys had already written an apology letter to SeaWorld and the Australian public. Unfortunately, I couldn't get my hands on those. Can you imagine? Dear everyone in Australia, we're like, really sorry, mates. Something like that. Uh, this seemed to go a long way with Magistrate Cucks. Or maybe he's just a nice guy, but he let Reese and Carrie off real easy. According to the BBC, Mr. Cucks accepted an appeal not to record convictions against the pair and fine them $1,000 Australian dollars each. So that's it. Just a $1,000 fine. Not bad, considering. Magistrate Cucks also said he cut them some slack because a conviction would have ruined their chances, crushed their hopes of someday living in Australia, which was their goal. So what a good guy. That's what you like to see. Second chances. When they're warranted. When interviewed afterwards, a smiley Reese said, quote, Still a bit fuzzy about the whole thing, but on behalf of the three of us, we are very sorry, and it was just a prank that went way too far. We are all three of us, real sorry to SeaWorld for the time lost and them searching for Dirk, and we're just glad he's alright, end quote. Yeah, that's the main thing. They are very lucky Dirk got out of that situation relatively unscathed. If a hair on his beautiful body was harmed, or he was never recovered, the judge would have came down way harder on these guys. They likely would have been looking at some jail time, community service, some hefty probation, banned from Australia and SeaWorld. Who knows? They definitely would have been far less sympathetic characters. So they really lucked out there. But honestly, they seem like nice kids. Just, you know, shit happens. Especially when you drink too much. While the judge took it easy on her boys... The same can't be said for some of the people lurking in the Daily Mail comment section. It's a mixed bag, really. Let's see what they have to say. Debarkovit from Dog Filled Land says, Shame they didn't have the balls to own up to what they had done and return the little fella to the zoo. Suitably shamefaced and apologetic. I mean, even the idiots in the hangover returned the tiger to Mike Tyson, and that was a far more scary situation. And yes, I know that was only make-believe. That way, I think it could have regarded more of a boys-will-be-boys escapade. End quote. Yeah, I agree. Owning up to what they did instead of just ditching the penguin would have made these guys far more sympathetic. An angry lady named Meg shouts, Stupid drunken idiots! I am quite sure they fitted right in with all the other drunken stupid idiots in Australia. Oh, I live in Australia, and I get sick of these sort of pranks. Thought being funny. Stupid fucking idiot. <laughs> Stupid idiots. Right on cue, Rich from London says, Legends! Bloody legends! <laughs> he loved it. What a dork. Maggie from Cardiff, their hometown, says, It's a pity they never jumped in the lion's compound in their drunken stupor. They would have soon sobered up. The poor frightened little penguin. Glad to see he came out of this alright. And finally, Susie from Brighton says, stupid idiots. They shouldn't be allowed back into Australia. I'm glad the wee penguin is okay. Was really lucky that a bull shark didn't attack it. Hopefully now there was tighter controls at nighttime to make sure this doesn't happen again. End quote. 
And yeah, that's something we haven't touched on. Like, why the heck was it so easy to break into SeaWorld in the first place? Is there no security? Were there no cameras? The boys were caught because a Facebook friend ratted them out, and rightly so. But that's the only reason they were arrested. All the video came from their own phones. There was no security footage involved at all. And that was 10 years ago, and I'm sure things have changed since this incident. We know they make a killing over there at SeaWorld, so they should definitely invest some of that cashola into protecting their animals. I mean, it's bad enough they're in these tiny enclosures. But as Dirk the Penguin would say, I'd rather be hanging out with my girlfriend Peaches on a two-foot block of ice than hanging out with some drunken wieners in their filthy apartment. And trust him, he knows from experience. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 77, SeaWorld Stooges. A crazy night, mistakes were made, but thankfully no lives were ruined. And that's just how we likes it. As always, I want to thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for providing that sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. All right, you know what time it is. Listener confession time, baby. So let's get criminal, criminal. I wanna get criminal. Let me hear your softcore crimes. Your softcore crimes. Let me hear your softcore crimes. What's up, Leroy? This is Elsa coming at you from California. Yeah, not much exciting about that. Well, anyways, my less than legal shenanigans took place on a warm sunny's day in Georgia. That's a redneckish country state in the U.S. I was visiting my cousin, and she lives out in the boonies, where houses are spread apart, and it takes at least a 30-minute drive to hit a gas station or a convenience store. It's a pretty mix of forest, country, and agriculture. Well, we were about 16 at the time, and something you've got to know about my cousin is that she's pretty crazy. You know, the cool kind of crazy, though, where trespassing signs are invitations, and danger seems to be the only way to satisfy the itch of boredom. Well, one day, she comes up to me all excited, insisting that we should go on a three-mile bike ride to explore an abandoned house that she knew about. What could be more fun than that? Well, I agree, trying to be all cool. So, there we go. Biking through forest and rough country, we come across a quaint old little house where shrubbery and vines are growing through the doors and windows. The paint is faded, and it's about two seconds from caving in. Well... At the front of the fallen wire fence is a no trespassing sign. My cousin doesn't take a second look. She just goes forward and we ditch her bikes at the front of the property. 
Yeah, that, that, that was a mistake. Well, we find a bungee cord holding what's left of the door closed. Uh, she just karate chopped it, and we went inside. It's pretty creepy. There were just all these layers of dust on the floor. You know, the floorboards are coming loose. The ceiling's caving. The shrubs are overgrown in the kitchen. There's a bunch of kids' toys all over the floor. You can tell this place had been gone through a few times, though. We were pretty dissatisfied with what we found. So I turn to walk around the back of the property, and then I hear glass shatter. I turn around, and my dang cousin just punched from one of the windows. She looks at me all excited, and she punches another window. Glass shatters everywhere. Her knuckles start to get bloody, and she's all excited. So, of course, you know, I tried to match her energy, and I joined in. It was pretty satisfying shattering windows. Just reeled back and ka That was a terrible sound effect. Well, I get the bright idea to chuck a rock at the window. I thought it would be, like, the coolest sound. So, you know, I go looking for a rock. I heave one up. Then we hear a pair of tires screeching up the road. And then, just like that, we were running. I take off around the back of the property, and we just jumped into some bushes. We hear a vehicle come screeching up. And a man's feet shuffle. Now, I cannot mimic his redneck voice, but he's all like, <laughs> Y'all come out, I know you're in there. You're trespassing on private property, and I don't call the police over here. So, given that we're 16 and freaking out, we didn't know if this guy was bluffing or not. So, she said, you know, we should make a run to the back of the property. And I'm like, well, what about the bikes? Um, and before I can complete that sentence, you know, the guy's all like, I'm taking your bikes as collateral. (laughs) Well, she looks at me all wide-eyed, and she's like, my mom's going to kill me if I lose those bikes. So, what would you do? Would you keep running, or would you grab the bikes? Well, um, she insists that she's going to go talk to the guy. You should have seen the look on his face when he saw two girls walk out. Maybe we tried not to incriminate ourselves. We're like, oh, yeah, we were way in the back of the property. We didn't hear you. We, were, we, we didn't go inside. We were just following the trail. I don't know if he bought it or not. As it turns out, the guy was actually pretty cool. Yeah, he insisted he just wanted us to be safe because the house was falling apart. Apparently, the dude owned a big farm up the road, and he actually offered us both jobs. Um, turns out my cousin actually took him up on that job, and they've been cool ever since. Anyway, he gave our bikes back, and we went on our merry way. <laughs> Scary to think about how that could have gone. Anyway, maybe trespassing isn't such a bad thing. If it means you get a job, and crazy people will make you do some crazy things. Well, man, thanks for your podcast. I love it. Uh, I hope this brought some level of entertainment. <laughs> Peace out, brah. Peace out, sister. Great story. And I love exploring abandoned houses. And what teenager doesn't enjoy smashing a window or two? It's the best. And yeah, you're right, that could have turned out way worse than it did. A couple young girls in a secluded area out in the woods. A gruff man appears. It's best to always have an escape plan and to have our guard up. Because we all know how that could have ended. Listening to so much true crime, your mind always goes to worst case scenario. But thankfully, at least I like to think most people still have good intentions. The violence, the assaults, the kidnappings, we hear about them so often. But those cases are extremely rare. Elsa's cousin even got a job out of the whole thing, so it did work out. That's not to say we shouldn't do our best to try to stay safe and be wary of these types of situations. Anyway, thanks for that, Elsa. And thanks for recording yourself. It was fantastic to hear your lovely voice. You did an excellent job. 
For those of you that are nervous to record a confession, I think the best way to do it is just write it out loosely, just kind of point form so you don't forget what you want to say, and then just kind of tell the story casually and fill in the blanks with descriptive details as you go. Or just write it out and I'll read it. Whatever. Email your criminal confessions to excuse me that's illegal at gmail.com. And like my pal Elsa here, you too could have your story played on the air. Got some Patreon shoutouts here. So can I please have your attention as I induct the next members into the elite group known as the Neighborhood Watch. Casey M, Chris S, Melanie G, Bridget K, Karen D, Heather M, Jason S, Damian M, Victoria N, Tracy P, and D Zellen. You are now sworn in members of the Neighborhood Watch. Let's sound those air horns to make it official. Thank you so much, my friends, for joining the squad. As of right now, there's 127 of you fine people over there. We're plugging away, getting a little bit closer to that goal of 200, and weekly episodes of the show. Patreon.com slash excuse me, that's illegal to sign up. There's a link in the show notes. Thanks for listening. That is all I have for you right now. But let's meet here in another 10 days, and I'll serve you up another hearty helping of soft course gum beggary. Peace. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.